You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. All right, we got the big boys going at it. They're making the walk right now. Jarzino Rosenstrike versus Alexander Volkov. We will keep you updated as soon as those guys start throwing the fist. Speaking of both those fellas, as far as the heavyweight rankings go, Volkov is number seven. Rosenstrike is right, ranked number eight. Let's go ahead and play matchmaker. Welcome back to the tapped out here on the BetQL Network. PT, here's what the top 10 looks like right now as far as the heavyweight division. Working our way. From 10 to 1, Tibora, Dacus, Rosenstrike, Volkov, and at 6, my guy, Tom Aspinall. Here's our top five. Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, Ty Tuivasa, Stipe Miocic, the number one contender, Cyril Gaon, and then obviously the champion, Francis Ngannou. Now, we don't know what Ngannou's future holds, which is kind of a weird spot to be. We know he's a champion. I don't know exactly what's going on with his contract or his interest or his health. But we know there's at some point going to be an interim fight. Let's start there. What do you think makes the most sense to kind of figure out who's going to have that interim? Um, I mean, that to me really depends on John. Like, I feel like John's first fight back should be for the interim title. I mean, like with uh, we've been waiting for the John Jones heavyweight debut for a long time. So if he comes back, I feel like him versus Stipe for the interim strap makes the most sense um out of any of these things it seems like the last time we heard it it was like september was going to be when uh steve was going to be ready to return so if he comes back and those guys are going to fight i see no reason why it can't be for an interim strap let's say and will be ready to come back sometime in the winter like because of uh, the full thing of his contract running out either he has a new deal or the tyson fury thing goes down i just feel like it would line up good as well as far as uh, the division is concerned Besides being the greatest of all time, talking about John Jones, why do you think he should get that quick path to the championship fight? Because there's a lot of guys that could stake claim to it. I mean, Stipe could say, well, I'm the greatest of all time. Ty Tuivasa could say, when's the last time I lost a fight? Bro, My boy Tom he, drinks at, he drinks beer out of his shoe. He doesn't deserve a title fight more than John Jones. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. If, if GSP gets to waltz in and get a middleweight title shot, you bet your ass John Jones gets to walk in and get a heavyweight title shot. The shoe drinker? Come on. I don't care if he's drinking beer out of a pair of Doc Martens or a pair of flip-flops. I'm telling you that you got to earn your shot. And Ty Tuivasa has earned silly. his shot. No, he hasn't, first of all. Not over John Jones. And, like, what are we Why talking we about? Why don't we each other then? Why don't we just figure it out that way? Put those guys in the octagon and make that the first fight back. And then whoever wins it gets to fight and got him when he comes back. That sound good to you? Uh, no, I mean, like, listen, if I bet you, if you ask Francis Ngannou, like who deserves it the most, if you said, Hey, tied to Ivasa or John Jones, he'd be like, yeah, John Jones. 
Like, if it's, it's, he's John Jones. What are you talking about? What is this argument that you have? I hope Ty Tuivasa knocks his ass out. You know, he'd come hey, I, mean, I would be all for it, but, like, what are you talking about? Ty Tuivasa deserves the title shot over John Jones. That's ridiculous. Right, I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek tongue there, but I'm being serious when I say guys like Steve A. Miocic. Like, I'm dead on. I'm being completely serious with you. If it comes down to one of those guys, let's say they've got half of it figured out. They say, okay, it's going to be – Whoever, for the sake of this conversation. So it has to be Stipe versus Francis? Like, it can't be Stipe versus John for an interim? Like, if it, it has to be against Francis, you're saying who deserves the title shot? No, I think we're going to. Like, ultimately, that's the one that I think we would see. Like, right now, Jake's chiming in saying, oh, why don't we just see a little bit of a Stipe versus John Jones, and then they'll fight Cyril Gone for an interim title. If we're going to play oh, that game, let's just go back Gaan. to the tournament. Bro, Dude. you got, you got out-wrestled by Francis and Ganu. You got a gift interim title against Derek Lewis. I'm not here to hear Cyril Gaon get another interim title shot. You got your chance. You're going to go. Who's he going to fight? He's going to fight Tai Tuivasa, isn't he, in France? Yeah. So, like, okay, you wait. That's it. He's John Jones. Who you like? If you're going to keep back off Tai Tuivasa and Cyril Gaon, who you like when they throw down? I like Gaon. I think I hate that. I hate that matchup for Tai Tuivasa. I hope Tai Tuivasa wins. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, I feel like it's a bad. I wanted Aspinall versus Tai Tuivasa. I wanted them to do that fight. Instead, they're doing Aspinall versus Curtis Blades, and they're going to do Gone versus Tai Tuivasa. They got it backwards. Like it should. It should be yeah, it's stupid. Why are they doing that? We want to see Aspinall versus Tai Tuivasa. Why are they? Why are they depriving us of that? Gone, by the way, is a heavy favorite in that matchup versus Tuivasa. Are you going to put some respect on Bam Bam's name if he takes care of him the same way he has everybody for the last couple of years? Well, first of all, I'm not disrespecting Ty Tuivasa. I'm disrespecting okay. him in regards to legacy versus John Jones. What it's not about that. It's about it is. heavyweight. It's about Dude, earning it at heavyweight. Okay, why do you live in Neverland? Like, is your best friend Peter Pan? Grow up. What are you talking about? John Jones doesn't deserve a title shot right out of the gate. He's the greatest fighter of all time. We've been waiting for John Jones fighting for the heavyweight title literally longer than anything in the history of the UFC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Look, we don't talk about that Peter Pan tattoo that I got on my butt cheek back in the day. That was a little bit of a mistake. I've always been a big fan, so you're right about that. Let me get straight. Hold on. I just, want, I just want to be clear. I want to be clear on something, okay? Yes. We've yes. had segments on this show. We've legitimately talked about Conor McGregor walking into a title shot and being like, that would be fine with it. Conor you McGregor, have. you have to. You've been there. I've, I, 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 you've been there, too. You're really going to tell me that John deser- doesn't deserve a title shot, but, but Conor McGregor does? Oh, no, no. If it's, one the, if, if it's one or the other, it's John. I'm here to tell you that neither one of them do, in all honesty. Oh, please. And, and, and you know what, dude? Let's be, let, listen to me for a second. Listen to me. Right. If either one of those guys are the fighter that we're still talking about them to be, or the public wants them to be, then go out there and beat somebody along the way. You don't need to be gifted this title path. If you're Conor McGregor, look, we'll give you Masvidal or Nate. Beat that guy, and then you get a shot, right? Like, if you're that great, you don't need to be John Jones and handed an immediate shot. Get through Stipe. Get through Taito Ivasa. How about this one? Try to get through Tom Aspinall because even though Aspinall got into a show Tom Aspinall? This, dude, Aspinall would beat John Jones. Aspinall would beat John Jones. Maybe so, but John Jones, like you're talking about the youngest UFC, uh, UFC champion of all time. He's beaten everybody over eras. What is Tom Aspinall? Like four UFC fights in four rounds? Come on, dude. Yeah, the class is current events, buddy, and you need to get with the times. You're talking about John Jones from like a decade ago. Come on, brother. And by the way, we're talking about like a lot of um, life mileage, not just octagon mileage, but life mileage coming off from the youngest champion that you're talking about. Okay, why does he, Mike Tyson was great. He was the youngest heavyweight champion of all time. Why doesn't he just go out there and fight Tyson Fury next week? Come on, brother. You're lashing out, dude. Home. Like, you're acting like John Jones has lost. He hasn't. I'm lashing out, okay. That's Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine, Jake and Jake. And Evan and Get him, Biggie group. boy. Oh, what's going on? I'm not watching the fight. Give me a uh, Biggie I'm boy just threw you. a bunch of hay, he, he threw a bunch of haymakers. He literally uh, missed none of them, but uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Is that, oh, no. Is oh, that no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Is that oh, right? Volkov, it's over? By yeah, Volkov just won, but it was kind of a uh, kind of an early stoppage by Herb Dean. Damn it. I needed the submission at, like, 25 to 1. Anyway, that didn't. Yeah, happen. like, Herb Volkov. Dean came in. Like, he had him up against the cage. He was uh, – he definitely hit him with, like, four unanswered strikes. But Biggie Boy, like, looks fine. He's, like – Really? You stop that? That's kind of odd. Oh, I don't get Herb fighting. Dean. Herb Dean's got to make up his mind. Like, you're you going to stop. You're going to let people go till they're murdered, or you're going to stop fights early, Herb. I don't understand. I bet you remember Herb Dean. He's, like, he was... legitimately, he's legitimately fine. Like, he got he got hit right down the pipe, big time shot, right down, right right hand right down the middle. Then Volk hits him with a one two. Math piece goes flying. Then he, he clips him with an, uh, he clips him with an uppercut, gets him like one more time. But, like, he's definitely conscious. He's not out of it. Dude, that play-by-play was sick. Like, I'm glad I wasn't watching it. I'm glad I just heard your review of that. That was, was pretty good. Herb Dean's like, hey, should I stop it? Should I not stop it? Make up your mind, Herb. I'm watching it now. He knocked him out. He knocked him out. That's enough. He did. No, he didn't knock him out. That, that, that's enough. Anyway, if you had the ticket that says knockout, you get paid. So, congratulations. Right. I always, believe, I always believed in my guy, Volkov. You know, we're going ice simple swim with him. That's my guy. Uh, number seven, Volkov. We are going to go ice swimming or ice fishing or whatever we agreed to do with that guy. Takes out Jardino Rosenstrike in round one. Congratulations if you had that. Uh, where does Curtis Blades fit in this whole heavyweight conversation? He's in a tough spot just because 
I, you know, of the losses to Francis. Um, but I think that, yeah, if there is an interim title, I, I don't think he's far off. Um, I don't, but it's tough when you like, when you have those losses to Francis, it's tough to forget. Like, cause when he comes back, if Francis comes back, he's going to end up having to fight him. Uh, but I like, I, you know, Curtis Blades is dangerous, man. I feel like he gets overlooked by a lot of people, and he's uh, he's a dangerous finisher. Again, uh, Derek Lewis in the top five also, but I we, we can't see him fight for another interim title. Like, we've we've seen that story before, and I think we kind of know how it's going to finish. I would just skip over him with my boy Tom Aspinall at six. The heavyweight picture is a cloudy one, especially with at some point we think during the calendar year, John Jones is going to return. We did a state of the UFC versus state of boxing last week. And I'm telling you, man, the state of the UFC has all these kind of fresh faces and champions and guys on the come up. And we're also looking forward to at some point, fingers crossed, the return of both John and Connor, the two biggest names maybe yeah. the sport has ever seen. And certainly right now. So pretty good spot for fans like us tapped out here on the BetQL network. Uh, real quick, let's get back into boxing because we've been away from that just a little bit. Tonight, we've got Devin Haney taking on George Cambosis Jr. If somebody's going to win by knockout, both these guys have the power. Half of Cambosis wins come by knockout. Devin Haney, 15 of 27 by way of KO. If I'm going to bet that direction, for the record, I'm not. I think this one goes a distance. But if I'm going to bet knockout, who do you think is more likely to hand it? Man. Um... I think I'm gonna. I, I would think if I had to, if I, if somebody has to get knocked out, I'm gonna say it's going to be Haney catching Cambosis with something like coming in. Like I feel like Cambosis is gonna have to be very active in this fight. He's gonna have to throw a lot of punches. He did get knocked down pretty brutally in the Tiafimo Lopez fight. That is one of the things that kind of got overlooked with the winning of the title. Um, and Haney, I think will uh, Haney can make you pay for your mistakes. So I would say. I don't, I don't, I don't see George knocking him out. If he does, I mean, that place is going to go bananas, but he's not, he's not a one punch knockout guy. He's, he's quick hands. He's volume. He's got to throw a lot. He's got to be, I think the more, uh, the busier fighter to, to get a decision in his, uh, to get a decision in his country for sure. But I feel like if anybody was going to get knocked out, it'd probably be Haney catching him coming in. And Haney's not a knockout artist. Like he hasn't been in a while. Like a lot of those things were on the come up. Um, the one thing I will say was a little concerning is Jorge Linares fight a couple fights ago. He really got overly aggressive in that fight and had some good success, but he gassed out and he was in real danger of getting knocked out in that fight late. So that's definitely something you got to watch out for with Haney too. Like he is very young. A lot of people think that he uh, could be one of the future guys in the sport, but also he's still learning. Like he still has some growing pains to go through. And we saw this with Tiafima Lopez, like a young guy inexperienced and, Cambosis really took advantage of that. What kind of odds do you think you could have got like a year and a half ago if I would have said that George Cambosis Jr. is going to one day be the undisputed lightweight champion of the world? Oh, I mean, huge. I mean, nobody knew who he was. Like, dude was literally like, dude was literally training up uh, upstairs in Davie, Florida, and like nobody had any idea who this guy was. He was winning split decisions, and people were questioning if he even deserved to get in there with Tiafimo Lopez. But I'm telling you, man, the one thing with George is that guy. You hear a lot of fighters who are braggadocious and, you you know, you interview a bunch. We interview a bunch of them. Like, they all kind of say the same thing. This dude, I'm telling you, man, his his will, his, like, this, the whatever it is, the upstairs stuff, that's all legit. Like, none of it is a put-on with him. He is uh, as uh, he is like a rabid dog in there. And so, um, 
I think he's and he's been waiting for this for a very long time. Stadium show in Australia, you know, in front of his country. He knows what it means. Volkanovsky's out there supporting him. Like he knows what it means to represent there. But 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 look, man, Haney's no joke. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's got an easy fight tonight because he does not. Oh, if Cambosis wins, he becomes like a top five face of fighting. Speaking of top five, uh, we haven't spoke since your heat got knocked out last week by uh by the Celtics. You think Jason Tatum's a top five player in the league? I really don't. Like really? I really I really don't. Like, yeah, I I I I feel like he's a bit of a front runner. Like I felt like in this series, I was so much more. St- yeah, 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 I'm serious. Like I, after I, I, I would say this with this, I really respect Boston after that series. Like I, I, even though they, I don't know where you get to take away points all of a sudden in the NBA. Like you want to talk about corruption? Let's talk about that, my friend. Sakakis just comes in out of nowhere. It's just like, hey, that Max Drews three doesn't count. Hey, that was a little bit fishy to me. I mean, you want to talk about betters out there? No, 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 just saying. Like you want to talk about. You want to talk about some 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 uh, felonious action that was going on there? Who was? Well, what the hell was that? But um, I just found in the series I was so much more scared of Jalen Brown anytime like there was like a big moment or a rise up than I was of Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, that like the best he ever looked was like the first four minutes of the series. He hit crazy shots, and I was like, "This is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen." He was amazing. But I would just find in the series there would be so many times where he would just like disappear. So he's really great. He might end up being top five. I don't think he's there now. For those betters out there, going back to that Struz thing, so they don't just take away the three and call the two like they oftentimes do. They took away a three and called it a zero. Right. And the game ended 100 to 96. Which makes no sense. Yeah, you can't even review out of bounds. You have to review three or two, which makes no sense because he's out of bounds. Why are you checking to see if his toes on the line? Corruption. And by the way, his toe, his heel wasn't out of bounds. It was up. All right. Max Struess knows what the line is. Max Struess knows what the line is, sir. I don't know, buddy. I saw a corruption. Lot of, I, I don't corruption. know about that. I, I saw. I saw a screenshot that some guy took off of his TV oh, on Twitter, okay. right. and that said that it was good. Don't tell us more lies coming up next. You're locked into the Bet QL Network.